0: Hello, dear friends. We are sincerely glad to greet you again. And today we are going to talk to the esteemed Igor Mikhailovich Danilo. Greetings. Igor Mikhailovich, on behalf of our viewers, I thank you so much for the knowledge you share in our videos, because it really broadens the consciousness of every person who hears this information. And with each time you realize how many mysteries this world still conceals and how much we have yet to learn. And of course, our friends shared that every conversation also gives an impetus to action. It's a great stimulus for self-exploration, for spiritual salvation, and for building the Creative Society. I often recall the words you said, that we have no idea what a human being is and what capabilities he has, and that in many ways we humans are limited only by our own imagination, and by that illusion, the illusion of existence which someone else has imposed on us. Because unfortunately, there are still many people in our society for whom even this process of visualization is inaccessible. They have no creative thinking, and they are unable to imagine a different world, an alternative world, a happy world, that they deserve something better, that they deserve more, and how they can live in the creative society. You know, this very point regarding the visualization process has given rise to certain questions and misunderstandings. And our friends have also asked for some clarification. So, on the one hand, it is very important that people see a different model, a model which is alternative to the consumerist format, namely the Creative Society, see themselves in the Creative Society and what life can be like in the Creative Society. But on the other hand, in the video Obsessive Images, it was said that an image is actually a shadow, that it is an illusion which is fed by our own attention, by our power of Life, by that power which should be directed towards contact with the Spiritual World and cultivation of God's Love. Does those people, those participants, those viewers, who still have the goal not just to earn a state of peace, but exactly to save themselves spiritually. They cannot find this borderline, so to say, where visualization and the process of visualization is a wonderful tool, and where visualization is something that already drains vital energy from them. Is visualization actually good or bad? If we speak about people who are following the spiritual path and who are also building the Creative Society, where is the borderline, when is it good and when is it bad?
1: Well, the borderline here is distinct, let's say, for understanding. Let's try to explain it by means of associative examples. Right? Right. In order to make it clear, again, so that people could imagine. And here it begins, so that they could imagine, so that a certain image would be formed. That is, we perceive everything through images, through imagination. This is our tool, it's a tool for exploring the world. We fix images in ourselves, we think in images. Again, we have a mass of empty images, And such empty images, which do not lead to anything and do not give us anything good, actually take away time. And very importantly, they take away the power of our attention, which we could use for spiritual self-development and for something creative, for example, for building the Creative Society. Or shall we say, even for our own everyday life, for improving it, right? Here, it's important, and it is really a good question, it's important to figure out which visualization is good and which is bad, and why. So, let me give you a simple example. For instance, a person is busy with building the Creative Society, and he tries to visualize how he can build this Creative Society. And here's the main question to build the Creative Society, or simply to visualize the Creative Society itself, which has suddenly fallen from heaven onto people. Look at what the difference is, right? Or a person already visualizes himself in the Creative Society. It is one thing when we compare, for example, like at the last form, there was a video about the housewife. When you don't have to clean, a robot flies around and cleans everything up, okay? Why? Because dust may be cleaned with a vacuum cleaner, with something wet, for instance, with a cloth, or you can simply remove it. And convert it. Definitely, because no matter how you look at it, dust consists of something. And if it consists of something, it may be subsequently used for something else. Right? In other words, not all the things that now hinder us and our life, and our dirt and garbage for us. A problem. Yes, in the Creative Society, it is our asset, so to say, and we grudge to take it and throw it away too, right? It is one thing, when you imagine how this process will take place technologically, and look at your own broom or mop, that you will have to clean up this dirt in the consumerist format. That's one thing. But it's another thing when a person is trying to help, so to say, and hence he is sitting, visualizing, meditating, vibrating, and doing nothing at that. Yet, what is he actually meditating for? Spending his time and the power of attention on an empty image that all of a sudden a creative society has formed everywhere in our world.
0: Some people ask us a question, if we imagine the Creative Society in our heads, will we speed up its building? For example, this picture will be so vividly highlighted by human attention that it will resound in other people's heads at another level, for example.
1: Nothing will happen. I'll put it this way, for 6,000 years, understanding and knowing echoes of the knowledge. I'm emphasizing, friends, echoes merely of how to work with consciousness, how to work with visualization. A mass of people have been trying for 6,000 years to bring back the Creative Society to humanity while doing nothing in reality except sitting, meditating, and radiating Love. They have been trying to make the world a better place. I'll put it this way, they have made some contributions. Why? Because at that time they were not doing evil, They were busy trying to radiate Love. Mm Yet, how does this actually work? Let's try to explain it. For example, you want a house, and you start visualizing it. There are many practices. Visualize it. Think how you're already living in it, as if you already have it, okay? Does this description sound familiar? Yes, it does. And when you imagine that you already live in a new house, that everything is fine, that you already have a house, this doesn't work. I'll explain. There are two reasons. The first reason is that you spend your time and energy on empty things. Why on empty things? I'll explain. Because the system won't sell it to you, since you already have it. After all, you're suggesting to yourself and visualising that you live there and there is a house. You see, here, in our three-dimensionality, everything is very simple. If we have a house, we have it. And if there is no house, then it doesn't exist, and we should build it. Whereas if we consider the level of the sixth dimension, it doesn't matter whether you think or you live. Do you understand? That's why it is said that a sin we commit in our heads is tantamount to a sin we commit in reality. Mm -hmm. Why should we keep our thoughts and images under strict control? That's exactly why. If you commit a sin in your head, God forbid, whether it is some violence or something else, it is punished. From the level of even the sixth dimension, it's a fact which is being committed, and it doesn't make any major difference. The same is here for this system. You have a house, you already enjoy the house. And here, in order to use visualization and build a house so that you have it in three-dimensionality, other visualization methods, normal and natural ones, are used. In other words, you understand that you want to build a house, and at this point you imagine what kind of a house you are comfortable
0: with.
1: It is creative thinking, you know, and creative images. Right, you think it through to the last detail. But if everything ends up only with your imagination, then you won't have any house. But if you have visualized the size of the house, what rooms are there, what will be standing there and how, and you are satisfied with that, you have visualized it, and you start building it, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Or you realize that you need money, a certain amount of it, and, again, you start thinking, visualizing what you can undertake and where you can earn the necessary amount of money. Or, for example, you have capabilities, you visualize what kind of a house you want. It's like you draw a plan. I mean, this is really creative imagination, meaning constructive, aimed at building, at creation. But if you act in this direction, then this is useful. You see? I mean, one thing supports and complements the other, so to say. I mean, you go and build a house, or you make money and hire people, you draw a plan for that house, they create blueprints for you and build the house. Is that a bad or a good thing? It's natural. Let's put it that way. Yes, it takes time. Yes, you devote a big part of your attention to it. But if a person is not on a spiritual path, then basically we all live that way. If a person is on the spiritual path, it is better to give 90% or at least 80% of attention to a constant, uninterrupted spiritual contact with the spiritual world. That's what is important for creation of this Love and accumulation of it. That's where 90% of attention is spent. They say that 10% remains. Well, yes. But 10% is a lot.
0: Even 1% is more than enough
1: for a person who follows the spiritual path to build himself a house he wants. Moreover, he can visualize every detail, and there will be no harm from that at all. You know? That's what is important.
0: But how much is enough to spend on building the Creative Society by people who are on the spiritual path? Is 10% a lot or little attention? After all, they don't give all 10%.
1: It depends on the purpose. Here again, it is one thing when we try to understand what the Creative Society is, and we compare our life and life in the Creative Society, at least in the process, or scope we understand, so to say. Namely, what exists in the Creative Society and what is not available here. For example, you stand by the stove and cook food, You use food, you spend time, and everything else. But here, you understand very well that in the Creative Society, all you would have to do is select a menu and press a button, and it would be done, you see? In other words, this is comparison. There's nothing to be afraid of, and this is normal. I mean, on the contrary, it encourages you to build the Creative Society, right? Whereas if you merely visualize that there will be the Creative Society, and yet you do nothing, then it's the same as with the house. So, in order to build the Creative Society, it is necessary to go ahead and do it. And at this point, movement is very important. Why? Our world can be compared to a river of Life. There is a constant flow. Everything in this material world is moving. And if you are motionless in performing some meditative practice, visualization or something else, and after that there is no directed action, then it is all meaningless. This will give nothing. It
0: is very important that this world is a world of action, a world of movement.
1: Absolutely. It is really a world of movement. It's indeed a world of action. Yes, visualization is needed. But excuse me, execution is needed too.
0: Even in that very brainstorming, a person only gets advice, right? Certainly. it is ideas, and then… But
1: we have gathered for a brainstorming session. There are many of us sitting, no matter how many people, a lot, we're thinking about how to solve a certain issue, for example, how to build the Creative Society or how to inform as many people as possible in our district or region. From brainstorming, if we just sit, imagine, and visualize it all together, note the difference. A
0: request to build a Creative Society in a region.
1: Nothing will change. Whereas if we have an objective of how to solve this task, we will definitely find answers to certain steps, you see, but we should undertake them. We should execute them. Yes, sometimes we will not avoid mistakes, but on the other hand, it's inaction. And what does inaction create in this case? Relevant vibrations, right? And that's where changes begin to take place. My friends, in this three dimensional world, changes begin to take place when we apply effort and take action, and not when we just sit and fantasize, you see? The difference is clear, isn't it? On
0: different plane, yes, exactly.
1: I would put it as follows. There is a river of Life, something should be imagined. And
0: in order to achieve a certain result, a person
1: must swim against the current, especially if it relates to building the Creative Society. If it concerns a person's spiritual salvation, he will always have to move against the water current, so to say.
0: To face this resistance.
1: By all means, and to overcome this resistance, otherwise he won't succeed. Whereas nowadays, humanity, almost all of humanity, is simply drifting, pardon me, like garbage, made up of a mass of tiny moats, of dust, just downstream. Will there be changes in this case? There won't be any if we don't start swimming against the current. Do you understand? And at this point, it is extremely important that if we invest our attention in visualization, we find a solution, let's suppose, on disseminating information or informing citizens, those who don't know about the Creative Society. We can receive an answer on how to accelerate informing. For example, in our region, Mm -hmm. if we are a small group, if there are quite many of us, we can already think, about how to expand all this at the level of our country. And we will get answers. But if we execute this, we will do what? We will swim towards our goal, we will move. And just note, the more people there are, the more we can cover. If there are a few of us, just the two of us, for example, what can we cover? We can only reach out to and inform a small number of people. With
0: whom we interact, yes.
1: That's right. In other words, we don't have enough power to overcome those turbulent streams which are coming at us. While in order for us to solve an issue that concerns our entire planet, our entire humanity, there has to be many of us. And in order to have many of us, we need what? We need to inform people and to explain to them that this is realistic. At this point, we again come to what? To our real capabilities. And based on our real capabilities, the more actively we move, the faster we will arrive at our goal. Just look at how simple everything is, right? More energy. Certainly, more energy. But another question may arise. Yes, we invest attention in visualization, we invest it in movement. Yet, what about people who are on the spiritual path, right? What about them? They allocate 90% of their attention to the spiritual. Yes, exactly. The rest 10% is left for themselves. This includes work, everyday life, communication with friends. No
0: matter how you look at it. No matter
1: how you look at it, it's not Yes, they
0: have to cover those needs. Right.
1: Well, let's face the truth. For example, a person is on the spiritual path, he honestly and conscientiously invests 90% of his attention in spiritual development, he invests 3% in creative activities. I mean, this is already the process of service. He invests 3%, 7% is more than enough for work, everyday life, and everything else. In other words, he does not scatter his attention, he acts substantially and meaningfully, and he will even have some time left, believe me, sometimes to sit and watch TV and chat about nothing. These are proven facts. Mm
0: -hmm. When you act rather than contemplate images in your head.
1: Certainly, nobody prevents you from being in the spiritual connection with the Spiritual World at this time, even when you drink coffee with your friends and talk about nothing, right? But I'll put it this way, what is 3% of attention? for a person who really follows the spiritual path, who has a spiritual response from the other side. That's a lot. And to compare this to a person who simply lives in ordinary human life
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: invests 80% of his attention in the Creative Society, who invests more? If we look, let's say, at a river, And its current. And just imagine the one who follows the spiritual path. He's already rowing very hard, let's say, against the current to achieve his goal. And in this case, saving his attention and time, he will not just visualize something, but he will implement it, meaning he will row even harder. And if we translate the energy of creation or compare it to thermal energy, which is released by a person, who is in water, in this case, the one who rose against the current, and the one who just goes with the flow, an ordinary person, the one who gives 80% of his attention to building something, but in a form of visualization. At the same time, he doesn't even move a finger to swim against the current so as to avoid hindrances, avoid colliding with other motes that are drifting with him and being swept away by currents of water. Who generates more heat? 80% of a slacker and a fantasist, or 3% of a true human? Just compare. It's
0: incomparable.
1: Exactly. You see the difference. And behind it all, there is a visualization. But what kind and what effect and what quality what a person gets for himself and what humanity as a whole receives, and what the Spiritual World receives. To put it immodestly, after all, its interests are being defended in this case, right?
0: The system's pressure on a person is reduced.
1: Of course. And people get completely new opportunities for their spiritual development, because there's less pressure on them, right? Mm -hmm. Well, let's keep going. There is a mass of garbage. We, society, are drifting downstream like moats along the river of Life. We start swimming against the current, what are we going to experience? Meanwhile, everyone else is drifting, just like they were drifting before, those moats.
0: There will be slight difficulties. <laughs> While
1: sometimes not so slight. At the
0: very least, we might back others with our oars. We'll have
1: to push people, won't we? We'll have to, even if we are in a boat, let's say, or if we are simply swimming, it doesn't matter. Still, we won't be able to avoid whacking people who are drifting downstream and occasionally slapping them on some places, right?
0: Those who think that it is safe to drift with the current.
1: (laughs) Yes, and that it is humane. You do not push anybody, you don't touch anybody, you just live your own life like an amoeba. You simply live it. You, pardon me, only chew and shit, and you are useless. Right? And then there appears someone who swims against the current, pushes everyone around, slaps them. Such a kind of dissonance arises in people's calm. Right?
0: Igor Mikhailovich, many people will say that slapping people with an oar when you swim against the current is inhumane. Is it humane or not? Well,
1: I would say that it is much more humane than for them to just drift inertly with the current into the jaws of the Cerberus itself and their life will end in nothing. After all, it is much more humane to wake them up and force them to swim together with you. Isn't that right? Yes, to force them, pardon the expression. But when you explain and tell a person, and when he understands that there are clear waters ahead, He only needs to make an effort to swim for a while against the current. Alternatively, he doesn't need to make an effort, and he'll just fall into the jaws of this beast that has come out of the bowels. What is better? What is more humane? And there is one more little point, this inert mass. It really creates a mass. Every inert person drifting along the river of Life creates the mass. And if someone is standing on the shore and is just about to enter those waters, you know how it is, his mirror neurons will make him drift where the mass is drifting. Rather than choose the path himself, if he enters these waters unconsciously, of course, if he enters there consciously, and he knows that there are clear headwaters, but he has to paddle, he enters there to paddle, and then the mass will not affect him. Tell me, doesn't the mass affect us? when we do not have a goal, it does. So what is better? To be tolerant, to dive under them, not to touch other people, their interests, their quiet life. After all, this quiet life leads them to death. Or should we still wake them up, even if sometimes this disturbs their interests, their calm, but to save them? There is a difference, isn't there? That's the point. On the one hand, there's a problem, of course, they will begin to resist. Isn't there resistance from the system? Let's say, there is. Right? And people resent, why are you disturbing my calm? I'm fine, I'm drifting along the river of Life while you are agitating me with the Creative Society, with something else, with spiritual salvation. Why are you pushing me, disturbing me? Yes, I'm drifting along, quietly, I'm not touching anyone, life is beautiful. On the one hand, there is agitation and discomfort for people, but on the other hand, there appear those particles which begin to swim together with you, in resonance with you. Yes, this creates agitation among all those who drift with the current when there are several of us and we swim against the current.
0: Peace and serenity are disturbed. Sure,
1: of course, but they no longer drift in even rows. Waves already emerge among them. And later on, these waves turn into resonance with those who swim. So, a mass of inert units turns into very energetic ones who swim against the current. Great. It is certainly great. Why? Because this is movement, movement towards the goal. When it becomes fashionable, everybody joins in. Mm -hmm. Well, at initial stages, our friends understand and know that sometimes you have to break through on your own. You know, like an icebreaker, in order to make the lazy ones swim. This is normal, friends. That's exactly the point. There should be persistent and
0: steadfast people, yes.
1: Somebody should be an icebreaker too. When you see the goal, you shouldn't notice obstacles, neither ice nor garbage, nothing should stop you, neither water resistance nor the resistance of other people. Yes, there is a lack of understanding at the first stages. People do not see the holistic picture and do not understand what we need this for and why. Yes, they want to live this way, but they don't want to build it. Why? Because they want to receive everything as a freebie, so to say. Right? So that someone would do it for them. That's the way they've been taught for 6,000 years. A great humanity has been turned into slaves. Now we need to turn it all the other way around. Yes, we have to swim against the current. Yes, we have to force others to swim against the current, too. Yes, we have to wake them up. But you should agree that every time, every minute, every day, more and more people stop being garbage and become humans. Why? Because they make their choice. They are no longer carried by the river of Life downstream. Well, excuse me, but really like garbage people become worthy and faithful to God Himself, gaining strength from Him. They swim and overcome any current and any resistance. For what purpose? For Life to triumph and not for the Alive to become dead. Isn't this true? After all, the ultimate goal is to build such a society Where humaneness will prevail. A society where everyone will have an opportunity to evolve spiritually and to manifest development of their creative potential. Because you should agree this is worth fighting for, where people will be equal and no one will be superior to others. Just as our prophets bequeathed to us, right? Right. Therefore, it is worth pushing sometimes. and waking up up those who are asleep, asleep, those drifting along the river of Life. Yes, sometimes we will have to listen to some unpleasant, say, comments from them for the fact that we are waking them up, but that's only because they don't know what we know, friends. It is simply their lack of understanding. While in fact, in every human being, there is also an Angel. But sometimes, when the devil dominates over a person, The person doesn't know that he has a very big potential which we actually need to awaken in him. Then the world will change, right? Everything is simple.
0: Igor Mikhailovich, a lot of people sort of see how someone is acting and they say, Well, it is obvious that a person is very talented, that he is good at public speaking, that he has the art of diplomacy. God has given him such talents, so to say, whereas I am an ordinary person, I have no talents. Is it possible that a person has no talents?
1: No, it's not. Every person is talented, and every person is endowed by God with one or another quality. And as a rule, every person has a lot of those qualities, good qualities and talents that are hidden. They are just not developed. Do you know why? Why? Because he, like garbage, drifts along the river of Life, and it's the river that dictates to him, and not he dictates to the river. That's the point. The point is that people forget that they are humans, they stop resisting. After all, life is movement, and movement not in easy waters, but the movement against, against the current until the goal is achieved. The goal is always not there in the swamp where the water carries the garbage, but where the Source comes from. And that is the point.
0: Clear waters.
1: Clear waters. Therefore, everyone has a talent. Only shaitan whispers to a person that you're nobody, you are talentless. Look how talented those ones are. But just look at those talented people. What were they like? Are they any different from you? No. Yes, they become inspired afterwards when they start swimming against the current, when they take their first steps, when they step over satan, who says to them, just like to you, my friend, sit, you do nothing, you know nothing, who you are, what you are, or what are you doing? Nothing is changing, you are trying so hard, but nobody wants to listen to you, nothing is changing, right? But every step of yours is agitation, while many steps, are great agitation — great agitation among the inert masses. And that gives excitation. Whereas excitation often transforms into resonance with those who move against the current. Right? It is very simple, friends. Don't listen to shaitan when he exalts you. Don't listen to shaitan when he belittles you. Don't listen to shaitan at all. Swim to clear waters. There is truth and there is Life there. Right? So, friends, Let us live in clear waters, let us live with dignity, let us love one another. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, friends. Peace be with you.